When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it's been a tough four games for South East Melbourne Phoenix, but we've got three games coming up in a week, starting with the Bullets on Monday night. And their coach, Simon Mitchell, has been good enough to join us this morning. Morning, Simon. Morning, Julian. How are you, Boot? Very good, thank you. Yeah, Sticky Patch, uh, as we mentioned, just before we get stuck into that, uh, just the latest on Mitch Creek. That looked nasty, but it sounds like uh, the result wasn't too bad. Yeah, he's, he's, he's out for a little while um, in the sense of, this week, uh, he's not on the training track. He's uh, just doing some individuals, getting his depth uh, perception back. Um, he's no longer wearing the patch, which is good. He didn't look, make for a good pirate, but um, yeah, no, he's he should be all right for Monday night, which is uh, which is great news for the, for the team. What was the fear that the da- what damage that could have been? Um, anything around the eye can be very nasty, and we've seen you know players miss significant time with eye injuries. Uh, was that a concern initially? Yeah, well. Um, yeah, you get into those situations and you kind of uh, ponder the worst. Um, we feel like our luck's been pretty bad, so we'll probably do for some good one, um, some good news. So, yeah, we're just thankful that he's um, just taken care of well by the, uh, the the medical team up there in Cairns. And, uh, yeah, he's going to be right for next week. So we're just, we're just thankful that he's good to go. You were pretty strong in your comments post-match about some of the treatment Mitch was receiving, not that incident uh, in particular. Uh, has that been something you've followed up with the NBL since? Uh, no, I will this week. Uh, it's, we've been on the road um, since, since last year, and we only got back into town on uh, on Tuesday. So uh, got a few things that are probably higher on the list of uh, of importance just at the moment. But uh, yeah, it will be something I'll be making some time just to discuss, uh, you know, physicality and, and what what is and what's not acceptable um, when we're driving to the rim. We've, we've had a little bit of trouble getting to the free throw line in recent games. Um, and we feel like we're, we're, we're attacking the rim with the same velocity as we had been earlier and maybe it's not reaping the rewards. And, and Mitch is a huge part of that. So we're just going to find out what we can do better and, uh, and then hopefully uh, you know, our case is heard and, and there may be some change that way. In a way, does Mitch, because Mitch is a pretty aggressive player himself, he's a big, strong boy, does sometimes that, that work against him and, and sometimes he probably doesn't get the calls his way that he should? Oh, I think it falls throughout the league. Some of the the, the stronger players, um, you know, when they're, when they're matched up favourably uh, down in the block, they, they they receive a little extra treatment. Um, so I think that's probably something throughout the league. It's, it's it's not just exclusive to Mitch, but it's something that uh, we certainly want to see rectified. How tough, Simon, is this time of the year? And you're not the only team that goes through it. We know Melbourne United's on the road. Uh, you know, even the Wildcats have had to be on the road a little bit due to the United Cup uh, being played over in Perth. How difficult is this time of the season to manage when you, you, you're playing on the road for a long time? And as you said, you, you spend not only playing on the road, but you're spending a long time away from Melbourne as well. Yeah, um, it sets its challenges for you, um, certainly. Uh, but I feel like it's a great time for the the team to bond um, and get together. We've got a really good group of young men um, enjoy each other's company and uh, our time on the road has been, you know, been quite pleasurable but uh, at the same time, you know, we've, we've been down a few soldiers and uh, not having everybody there and, 
and working away from some of the guys. Also, uh, it's good to be home, so we got them back in the crew, and we can get a few training sessions. We haven't we haven't trained much uh, this year, um, going back to mid December really, um, just because of the, the schedule. And uh, this week we've got a bit of ch- we had our first uh, training session yesterday, where we could get up and down the floor and, and scrimmage a little bit. So that that was really welcome. Uh, we we need more of that. Um, you know, to get ourselves tough and ready for the challenges that lay ahead. It's been to South East Melbourne Phoenix coach Simon Mitchell. They resume their NBL season on Monday night at home to the Bullets. They also play the Jack Jumpers and the Wildcats. So three games uh, in six days. Uh, so it looks like you're going to get a couple of others back as well. Important players for you, Gary Brown and Troy Kell. Will they be available for, for Monday as well? Yeah, Gary trained with the group for the first time in uh, about four weeks. Uh, yesterday and looked really dynamic. He's moving really well. Uh, we've just got to make sure that you know, we fill the gas up for him. He's uh, whilst he's he's been working diligently on uh, his fitness. Once you get on the court, it's a different matter. So he'll um, he'll really benefit from the the sessions this week and get his lungs back. Uh, but he's moving really well. He's super quick. Uh, he's got all his agility back. So really pleased with what we saw out of uh, with Gary. Uh, Trey's still battling a knee injury um, that he sustained down in the game in Hobart uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, was unable to get through the session yesterday, but uh, we'll have another go with him today and, and see where he's at. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he should be right for Monday. It's a pretty extraordinary NBL season. Apart from the Bullets and the Hawks, who are, who are really, really struggling, it's, it's very even. Obviously, the Kings top of the pile at the moment. Can you remember a season that has been this even and this unpredictable? Yeah, I think I think we've probably had this uh, occur probably for the last three or four years where there's been a real um, strong depth uh, amongst... And anyone can win on any given night. Uh, you know, even last year we had teams and ourselves with a, with a winning record and unable to make the playoffs. So um, I feel like that's the one of the key components of the NBL and why it's been uh, louder, louder you know, across the world as being one of the best basketball competitions, just the evenness of the teams. Uh, I mean, even Illawarra have had their difficulties in the wins and losses column, but uh, you know, they're, they're serving it up every night and really holding teams to account. You know, Brisbane have had their issues in recent times, but uh, earlier in the season, uh, you know, they, they were you know, one of the championship favourites. So it's, it's, it's amazing how the, the twists and turns of the season present. Um, and we've got some, uh, some really good storylines to, to, to round out the last month and a bit of the season as well as the who makes finals, who misses, who lands in the top two and, and all the machinations that go into the playoffs. I guess the good thing this year is uh, for any team that has a winning record, you should at least get into the play-in uh, for the playoffs. Do you like that system? Yeah, I think it's look, it's the first year. We'll um we'll get I mean, we're a team that, that may uh, very well be advantaged by it. Um you know, i think teams that you know suffer sort of level of injuries that we have and the, the number of games missed by key players, mm. it, it allows you just to get on a run and um and still qualify. You know, you, it, it sort of you sustain a, a lot of damage throughout the course of the year and <laughs> and this uh, sort of gives you that extra chance. But We'll wait and see how it all pans out. It, it's, it's, you know, because of the evenness, I think it's going to really do well. But there's also the, the scenario down the road where you might have a team who barely misses the top two by percentage or something, and 
and has a, a first round mm. game at home against a, an extraordinarily good cop, uh, you know, opponent, and, uh, and and goes out in the first round, and and uh, you know it's going to ask questions or we've asked, I guess, of uh, what's the value of the regular season if you go all year round and it comes down to a sudden death game. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays will be played with by the NBL over the coming season to find that formula that really works for the, the, the greatness of the competition. You mentioned the injuries that, that the problems you've had this season and, you know, obviously the treatment that Mitch uh, Creek has got. We've seen uh, at Cairns, you know, that they've had some issues with the way uh, Keanu Pinder has been treated as well. Just the, the overall physicality of the NBL, just in your experience with some of the imports that you've had, has it, has it taken them by surprise at times just how physical this league is? Um, I think there's physical leagues all around the world. I think the, the NBA is probably one of the least physical. Um, the NBL fluctuates. I mean, we've had periods of time where it's more, more like a cage match if you go back to the early uh, 2010s. Uh, and it was, it was unappealing. Um, and alterations have been made. And I think the product that's been put on the floor has improved. It's just striking that balance between you know, allowing players to, to play freely um, and also allowing an element of physicality. Uh, you don't want it to be um, you know, a, a touch sport. You know, it, it should be a physical sport, but it's just making sure it's consistent and uh, you know, that's always a, a difficult uh, task um, all, over the, all over the world. You know, it, it's real easy to point fingers at, at the officials, but uh, you know, everybody's got to make the adjustment and, and, and apply what's, uh, what's been um, adjudicated out there um, during the course of the game and on any given night. So it's just making the adjustments and being good at that and, and just having a really good communication with, uh, with officials and finding out what, what, they, what their expectations are of the playing group. And, and that's something we'll endeavour to continue to do. How does it work in the NBL? We, you know, here in the AFL, that there's this sort of regular contact with the the umpiring department. The umpires over the preseason come down and umpire some games and really take the players through new interpretations and things like that. How does it work in the NBL? Yeah, not too dissimilar. During the preseason, we'll obviously have access to the the, uh, the referees. They come out and do our preseason games, and uh, it's a good opportunity to sort of. You know, get their opinions on, on where the, you know, the points of focus are going to be for the year. The head of official Scott Butler is uh, in regular contact with all of the coaches on, on a weekly basis. He issues his, his weekly newsletter, um, say, you know, explaining one of the points of emphasis that they're, they're looking at this week, what they were happy with uh, the previous week with the officials, and, and what needs work, and, and you know, and how can we help? So uh, it, it's, it's probably fairly similar to what the AFL. Um, do uh, I think you probably find that it's similar across most sports. And just before I let you go, Simon, we know uh, the South East Melbourne Phoenix have got some pretty famous basketballers in their ownership group. Are you about to have a, a very famous tennis player by the name of Nick Kyrgios join the ownership group as well? That's what Twitter's telling me. Um, <laughs> oh, look, uh, <laughs> to be frank, we did, we've been on the road for two weeks and... And uh, I'm not a huge social media guy, and, and I haven't caught up on any of the news other than a than a quick glimpse of uh, some rumour that came out last night. So not across it. Um, I'm sure if that's the case, then the club will release that in their own their own time. But uh, yeah, kind of more focused on uh, happenings on the floor at this point of the season. <laughs> well, if it is Nick, you can tell him maybe he can give you home court back for a couple of weeks, and maybe move the tennis somewhere else. Yeah. I just... 
on my forehand anyway. So, uh, yeah, any tips I can get if, uh, if it's the case. Uh, we'll find out uh, more later today, I suspect, uh, Simon. Hey, thanks so much for your time. It's a big week uh, coming up. The Bullets, the Jack Jumpers, and finishing with the Wildcats uh, on Sunday week. Uh, good luck. I appreciate that, Julian.